Is that it? <laughs> that was it. Bravo. Wow. Thank you, Jacob, for that, our intro. We're going to have two intro songs this week, but um, Jacob, thank you for the intro song. This is the fourth, the fourth episode of Dixie's Boyfriend's PCAST. Dixie, who am I? You're John. Dixie, who am I? You're Jake. And Dixie, who are you? <laughs> I think this is a dumb question. <laughs> that was a dumb question. I am the... Uh, I'm Dixie's boyfriend. Just to clear that up for the listening audience, there's been a lot of confusion on the boards amongst our friends. Um, just want to put that out there. <laughs> um... How you guys been? Has who, really? Who's been confused about that? I think, you know, people who don't know us quite as well, maybe people who... I think there's like a disease you can have where you have a hard time associating people's faces with their voice. So in case anybody... What is it called? The disease? I don't know. I can't tell you. Dysphagia? Because you don't know what it looks like? What was that? <laughs> what? what was that? Was that a dig? <laughs> I think Because you can't like see someone's face? You how it what? Never mind. That's just called being blind. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Dixie doesn't <laughs> confused by the idea of blindness. Disease. <laughs> I think it's a real thing. I think I've heard of this. Where you have you heard of this before? Yeah, it's called like uh, facial like facial aphasia, recognition aphasia. I think. Facial. What? It's like a facial recognition thing. Anyways. What we're talking Sounds about. Sounds like blindness. It might be blindness. It's a form of blindness. Mm. Um, how you guys been this week? How's this week been? Go ahead, Dixie. It's been... <laughs> it's been... It's been great. Great week. Um, notable this week. Um, went on one of my friend's bachelorette parties in Leavenworth, Washington. That was the most exciting thing that happened to me this week. We also had 4th of July. Oh, yeah. We had a crazy 4th of July. We went to, uh, also, just for the listening audience to, to be broadened as well, throughout the course of this episode, we'll, we will be having a, a, a speed <laughs> check and a mumble check for me, and then also a like check for all of us. Because like, why? Exactly. <laughs> like. Because the last episode positively littered with likes, mostly for me, again, it's kind of a, uh, I think it's a nervous broadcasting tip, tick thing, but we will practice that and I will get better. I'm going to get this thing dialed in if it kills me. I'm going to make a tally. Ask me at the end of the episode and I'll tell you how many likes there were. Please get, mm. please do. Speaking of things to keep track of, Dixie, we didn't even get a, we didn't get a vibe check before we <laughs> hopped right into That's it. That's mumble check number one from John. <laughs> I got a little caught up on my own words. Got a little t- I tripped over my own verbal shoelaces. Dixie, <laughs> Dixie is grimacing at the at the she's, her face buried in her, in her hands at the thought of a vibe check. Dixie, you, you got you got to do it. I'm so sorry. I just don't like the vibe check. Do you not like it's the a vibes? Dumb question. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's All harsh. Right, That's I'll harsh. make you a deal. This will be the last vibe check you ever have I, to do. The vibes are exactly the same. Yeah, every week it doesn't change. I have to we are in the same room 
holding the same cups. <laughs> you know, it's more than Saying just the a, same things. It's, just, <laughs> it's more than just a locational thing. It's it's like a, a an energy on an energy level. Okay, man. you sound like you're the one who should be doing this. <laughs> I will say this, Dixie and I keep taking sips of coffee at the same time, <laughs> and it's pretty entertaining too. I don't know if this is great for the airwaves. <laughs> Choking on coffee, okay. Dixie's final vibe check is that everything is the same. The room is like my coffee, half creamer, half coffee. Take that as you will. <laughs> Whoa! What could that mean? That's kind of mysterious. Know. <laughs> the the walls are a bit of a no, it's more of a beige than a cream mm. creme de menthe Dixie <laughs> also has a real desire to turn on the sink over there hit that is sink for us is it a sink or are we under a waterfall we're coming to you from under a waterfall live it's nice it's a white noise I sleep nice. with that on every night <laughs> <laughs> really yep full blast That's, do you pay utilities here nope Whoa! Why when I asked to move here, why did the guy say? Oh no, never mind. He said it included utilities. Yeah. Okay. I'm totally kidding. I don't sleep with that on. I've only turned on this sink that's in my bedroom, purposelessly, <laughs> one time, and I think it here. was to rinse out like a bowl of cereal that I ate really late at night. And that concludes the waterfall minute. <laughs> Brought to you by Aquafina. Hmm. John, you were gonna say, um, I have a piece of ramen hanging out of my mouth right now. <laughs> I should does. not have, I should not have started speaking. That's all right. But John, you were gonna say what you and Dixie did for the fourth and then you got distracted. Oh yeah, I got distracted by the vibe check, the necessary vibe check, our last ever one. Um, yes. we went to, did I tell you about this? We went to Long Beach, Washington. Which apparently is a big deal. Everyone drove their four-wheel drive trucks up onto the beach. We were jealous. We were jealous because mm. we were in my friend Jana. Shout out if she's listening. My friend Jana's Jeep, it was only two-wheel drive. And then we followed these kids from the Bethel Church. They showed up in like a giant lifted van. Yeah. I assumed it was four-wheel drive. It was not. But then they just like, we. I think we tried to call them and it was just instant like screaming on the other end. There was already fireworks going off. There was madness. People were trying to drive up on the beach into the wow. ocean. We were also trying to drive up the beach. We were, yeah. But people, there was people all, all over the gaff. And then uh, we we pull up and then try to turn into the beach. And then instantly the Jeep gets stuck. So like 15 kids see our situation, hop out of the van and then swarm us like the children of the corn or something like that. And they wow. all, everyone was surprisingly adept at getting the jeep out of the sand but that's great we got our uh we found a parking spot and then it was just intense fireworks going off like in all directions at all times like for the whole night how many how many likes was that in that last sentence that i just said eight oh boy okay (laughs) i'm gonna oh i'm already doing it actually eight (laughs) i don't know (laughs) oh (laughs) the tally um it was intense though it was a lot of fireworks going off a lot of chaos a lot of screaming a lot of truly seltzers. Mm. There was some dynamite being set off. Mm. Dixie's just pinched her fingers in the calipers. <laughs> the calipers. Jake, what did you do? She's trying to take mine and... No, I'm not going to do it. Just try it. Stay present, Dixie, would you? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Anyway, back to the situation. 
Which was what? <laughs> the beach. Oh yeah. Did you did you have a good time? Yeah, it's great. All right. <laughs> oh. Also, they were out of everything. It was a great fireworks there was show. Every, it was a great fireworks show. But they've been out of food everywhere in Seattle. I don't know if this is a thing nationwide. Not all food. Let's not be dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a little dramatic. I apologize. We had to wait one time. Food shortage coming to you live. John has to wait one time for his elves and he thinks there's a shortage. Okay, well, that, well there was that. There was a time when I showed up to his elves. 50 minute wait for food. There's a man stumbling outside with his shirt off. I man bleeding from the head talking about he was just been in a fight with this man the police are showing up i was stressed beyond belief friend of the show maxwell krauss was there trying to get a hold of me but i was the show. i was so uh, intense on trying to remove myself and my lover from the situation that i didn't even hear him calling my name i i, I was on defcon 5 that is l's parking lot why didn't and you i was in ahead? the dust oh, uh, you know what why didn't we call ahead? Because we decided last minute to go to his house. Yeah, and, and it was, was like midnight, so was, we didn't think it would be busy. It was midnight, mm. or thereabouts midnight. And so I didn't think there'd be a huge line, but joke's on me. But then every time I've gone to a restaurant, too, I think in the last four days or five weeks, four days to five weeks, <laughs> somewhere in that span of time, every time Dixie and I have gone to a restaurant, I got a speed check, a speed check. <sighs> Vibes. Every time Dixie and I have gone to a restaurant, they've been out of, like, six menu. Oh! oh they've been out of, <laughs> perhaps, <laughs> six or more menu items. It's the supply chain. There's a shortage. There's also a labor shortage right now as well. Did you know this? I did not know that. People yeah. don't want to work. Unemployment, I guess, is higher than most of what people would be making in the job yeah. field. And so McDonald's is doing incentives just to get people to apply because there's and we've also been I've also seen we've been remember we went to Westport and there was a sign there's a couple businesses that they were like can't open because we're not enough people. Fat Shack, remember our beloved we gotta get them as a sponsor at some point. That should be our first our first <laughs> podcast sponsor should be Fat Shack. I'm gonna shoot for it. If they they only have to pay me five dollars, and I'll speak for t- ten minutes about Fat Check. I'm scared. Oh, don't to be a go sellout. There. I am. I will sell out the first chance I get. <laughs> I'm scared to go there again. We did have some. I agree with Jake. Yeah, there was some intestinal intestinal distress. I mean, it could have been not as a result of Fat Check. Who knows what the very <laughs> Dixie's clips something on our toes again. My fingers. What do you? Oh, it's the. Cajon. <laughs> She's not present again. It's okay. I am. Uh, enough out of me, though. J- Jake, what did you do for 4th of July? 4th of July. I decided to take it super easy this year. Um, <clears throat> I skated with friend of the show, James Craycraft. But yeah, get him on here, too, at some point. Yeah. We went to Green Lake, and I don't. I had only been to Green Lake <laughs> one other time. What happened that other time, Jake? And... I almost about died there. <laughs> yeah. I tried. I rolled up to the park, looked at it, cruised around for two seconds. I go straight to the the backyard pool and try and drop in. Immediate to flat drop. Just straight <laughs> on my wrists. My wrists, I couldn't. I was laying in the bowl just dead for about three minutes. <laughs> People above were asking, are you okay? Are you okay? I was like, uh... And then I finally get the energy to stand up and chuck my board out of the bowl. And I couldn't even pull myself up oh. for a little bit. 
Man. And but, then you had a wrist brace for a solid two months after that. Yeah, I did. But praise the Lord, my wrists are healthy now. Hold Zero those, pain. Hold the yeah. wrists up. Move those things around for us. Zero Woo. pain. Look at that rotation. He's spinning yep. them 360 degrees. Ah. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> but um, this time at Green Lake, complete success. The park is actually pretty fun, in my opinion. <laughs> Um, when I hated it. Before. Yeah, you had vowed to never go back for a season. <laughs> I know, but I feel like that's... So you're not a man of your word is what I'm taking. <laughs> whoa, You've just whoa. broken a vow whoa, to yourself. God, that's harsh to say. So you know yes. what? Critical check. I'm just going to critical check myself on that yeah, one. Yeah, thank you. Apologies. <laughs> oh, my voice got... Apologies. <laughs> my voice got a little caught up there. What was that? <laughs> thank you, John. I had a half milk bubble in my voice when I spoke. I beg your pardon. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Apology accepted. And I feel that way with most skate parks. I, I really dislike them when I first go because I don't know how it works really. And I'm not a good enough skater to like fully like, like be doing good. Or am I saying like a lot? You said a couple times in there. <laughs> like right. check eight. All right. Fine, guys. <laughs> Critical check on John again. Yes. Okay. Here we go. And I'm not a good enough skater to like be doing good all <laughs> okay this is just frustrating can we just let it roll guys yeah okay. oh my every word i say every life that jake says john makes a face at him <laughs> and uh i'm never, i'm not even gonna finish no continue <laughs> i'm so sorry we want to know like please tell us <laughs> <laughs> This is brutal. Dixie with the zingers over there. All right, honest question. How can we do a like check without being critical? Holding up an L? <laughs> with our fingers. Putting an L to your forehead and sticking your tongue out. Okay. All right. Continue the story. Jake, I apologize for being critical. I was merely just trying to save no, you. It's okay. I don't need saving though. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but I was just saying that I'm not a good enough skater to go to a park for the first time and then be doing good the first time I go because I'm still trying to figure it out, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, but the second time I, I seem to like it a lot more. And then 4th of July, I went to the Coyle's house and just chilled out. I had a barbecue, set off a ton of fireworks at Green Lake it was honestly a huge rush. Is that legal? No. I heard the cops showed up later. They did. Keep it on the low key. But <laughs> all the coils and the squad was out there setting them off. So Were there any arrests made? No, I think it was just a security guard situation. Yeah. I Wait, heard a security guard or a cop? Definitely security guard. Mm. I heard yesterday that after you guys left some guy some like teenagers lit an actual fire really yeah who said that anonymous tip <laughs> we weren't Dixie's there. anonymous tip line from a person someone's uh fabricating some stories i'm not here. i'm not I just don't think we should drop everyone's name. That's fair. No, I appreciate it. We got to respect art. Oh, okay. I see. Dixie has just mouthed it to me. Listening audience, you will never know. 
I still didn't hear it. <laughs> okay. Jake will never know. <laughs> um. Dang. Okay. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. July. Fourth of July wrap up. I'll give my Fourth of July a ten out of ten. I would second that. Dixie, do you know what Fourth of July the holiday is about? <laughs> of course. All right. That ends that. <laughs> it's the birthday of the greatest country on earth. And you can, yep. Take a guess as to what she might be referring to. I think our <laughs> audience knows what the 4th of July is. We can only hope. I think year? it was the 245th birthday of America. Someone was fact really? check me on that. That's an impressive callback. Thanks, geez. What year was the Declaration of Independence signed, Dixie? 1776, Jacob. Who is the? Who are the architects of the Declaration of Independence? Not you. Uh, un- <laughs> wow! <laughs> what unnecessary jab? I apologize for I'm not being born two hundred years previously. I don't know them all. There were some other Johns, though. I just John finished. I, I finished reading like a thousand no, plus page book Maybe about John Adams, it. so I'm a little bit uh, hot to trot <laughs> on my John Adams shareable knowledge. Um, it was John Adams, yeah, who wrote it. He did not write it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but he did sign it. J W. J W. J W. I meant George Washington. There were no Jehovah's Witnesses present at the signing of the declaration. I meant George Washington with the J. (laughs) Jorge Washington. (laughs) (laughs) He was there, yeah. I think it was Thomas Jefferson who wrote it. Yes. Does that sound Mm. right? Thomas Jefferson wrote it. John Hancock signed it, along with TJ, J-A, J slash G-W. Do you think the store... TJ Maxx came from Thomas Jefferson. Initials. Thomas Jefferson's <laughs> Max. His son named Max. I don't know if he had a son named Max. <laughs> I don't either. I also don't know if he was a fan of Disney. He was also like horribly in debt his whole life. Mm. So it would make sense if he had was like very conscious about the money he spent on clothes to try to <laughs> alleviate. Because TJ Mask. TJ Mask. Oh, listen, guys. <laughs> 2020, they should have changed to TJ Mask. Am I freaking right over there? Ah! Um, TJ Maxx is a discount clothing store, and it was a place that I would feel embarrassed to go into when I was, whenever I was a very self-conscious child. I know that Jefferson had slaves. He did have slaves, and he possibly all- impregnated one of them. In Sally, the Monticello house. Monticello. Mm. <laughs> uh, Sally, he- Sally Hemings was a possible uh, mother of his child. Really? Mm. Never historically confirmed, but the writer of John Adams, he liked to, he liked to play with the, uh, with the suggestion about Thomas Jefferson's... Drama. Offspring. Yeah. Wait, give us some knowledge on this J.A. On John Adams? Mm-hmm. The book that I read... <laughs> yeah, look, he's excited. <laughs> I am excited. Uh, the book I read is called John Adams by David McCulloch. I believe it's a Pulitzer, Pulitzer Prize-winning book. Um, <laughs> I wish the view... The, not the <laughs> I wish the listeners could see the facial expressions John is making right now. I, it's off the chart. I think it took me literally two years to get through this. I think we should have a literally check. (laughs) Literally? I think it took me there. 
possibly two years to get through. There was a lot. I think it was a year and a half. John Adams started out as a lawyer. Started out was a lawyer. Oh, oh boy. John Adams started out. He was born in Braintree, Massachusetts. No way. That's not a real place. That is a real place. Still around to this day. It's where Benjamin Franklin, uh, known for his suffering of uh, syphilis, among many other things. Um, I believe he was born there as well, or some time there. But John Adams was a lawyer. He represented... Do you guys remember the Boston Massacre? Yeah. I almost said Boston Manicure. Manicure. The boss, he, he represented those guys because he said everybody is deserving of a fair trial. Fair. He represented which one? Annunciation check on myself. Uh, he defended the British soldiers who shot and killed people mm. because he said everyone deserves a fair trial in the American legal system. Um, mm. He was an emissary to England. Uh, England? Yeah, I think he was there. That may be right. Oh, he was boy. there for a long time. But he did a lot, though. He was very... Extremely intelligent, extremely kind, very hilarious. He read a ton of books all the time. Also, extremely dedicated. Dixie just smacked her knee on the sink. Um, extremely dedicated to his wife and like constantly wrote her love letters all the time, which I think is really cool that he did that. Um, he uh, also had uh, a tumultuous friendship with Thomas Jefferson. He was the president for a bit, but uh, he was just a very, very sweet, caring lovable thoughtful man loved the lord lived for jesus was about was against slavery uh with his uh cause coming from the bible way before anybody else was doing that so really yeah he was he was he was a noted notably anti-slave which is awesome so um i'll just say this just to give you a picture of this man and how sweet he was you know he tim and uh, tj maxx had a falling out there because there was some drama about who wanted to be president and taking each other down. And right. Things got a little nasty. Some mud was slung, but his friendship was reignited. And one of his letters to Thomas Jefferson, he signed it off by saying, as long as I breathe, I shall be your friend. Wow. And I thought that was so sweet. So kind. And I love John Adams. So amazing, man. If you have, if you have like an intense ability to focus and perhaps pull up this book, but if you're a real book quitter, that's it's a two-year. It's a two-year. It's a bit... Maybe... How long is War and, Pe- War and Peace? Hmm. Is there a rapper named War and Peace? There has to be. It wasn't that a character in a movie. Should we look it up? It was. The movie Sky High, I believe. Sky High, starring Kurt Russell. <laughs> no. I love that movie. Wasn't one of the characters named War and Peace? I'm just getting now why. War and Peace. <laughs> Fictional character in Sky High. <laughs> oh, my God. Good pull. Dixie. <laughs> Dixie, if you can name the actor who played him, I will... 50 bucks. I will Venmo no. you $50. Give me a hint. First letters. He has the same last name of a country star that you're a big fan of. Haggard. No. Opposite of gay. What? <laughs> oh, George Strait. Mm, Taylor Strait. Stephen Strait is the answer we were looking for. Mm. I don't think he's done much since Stephen he's Strait. portrayed War and Peace. He kind of looks like uh, <laughs> Sam Levine from Freaks and, Freaks and Geeks. But um, enough about that. How far are we into it? Already 23 minutes. We're doing pretty well. Um, you guys, I have something I want to share with you. I went on a bit of a uh, an internet whole spiral uh, this last week, and I need to share it with you. This is John's internet summation possible bit. Title? Segment? Do, 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 Question do, do, do. Mark? <laughs> um, 
So I was watching this film. Have you guys ever seen the movie The Lost Boys? What's that one about? It's about in in the fictional town of Santa Clara. There's some vampire boys. Very handsome. Very handsome. Very Mm. stylish. Vampire. Don't make that fit. (laughs) Don't be possibly interested in these fictional vampire Mm. boys. Dixie, no. Please. (laughs) That was Jake. I'll allow it. Um, (laughs) There's these vampire boys. Jason Patrick, known for his roles in Rush. Um, what else was he in? Speed Two Cruise Control. Uh, and known advocate. I also found out that he's a big uh, parental, male parental rights advocate. Um. Anyways, him and this kid, uh, move to Santa Clara with their mom, and there's vampires killing people. Jason Patrick is perhaps joined the vampire gang. There was a lot that happened, but it was really honestly, it was a really good movie. That music freaking rips. The outfits rips. I'm talking like huge long coats, no shirts underneath. I'm talking mullet spiked on top, multiple earrings, like wow. band conductor jackets. They all ride motorcycles. Alex Winter from uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is in it. It's pretty incredible. Um, but it's also it features a notable performance from the two the two Corys. Corey Wong <laughs> and, and Corey. Corey, uh, what's his name? Deschutes. <laughs> Neither one of is correct. Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. Oh, Corey Haim and Corey... I like those guys. They're yeah. Goonies guys, right? Oh. Is Corey Haim in the, in the Goonies? They're definitely Goonies guys. Corey Feldman is in it. I don't know if Corey Haim is in the Goonies. Dixie, can you confirm or deny this? Um, he plays the one with the... That likes the chocolate bars. I think it's the fat boy. No. The bigger one. The fat boy? The bigger <laughs> fat boy? <laughs> the old guy that's bald and has a lazy eye. He plays a bald man? Sloth? <laughs> oh, Dixie's doing a bit. She's grinning at me with a big old cute smile on her face. I love it. Um, hey, no. you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. That was incredible. In the studio with us right now. Sloth. Is hey. that his name, Sloth? Get your hand away from that blender, Dixie. Reference to the movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now we're just making fun of a mentally disabled person. We're not making fun of them. That's we're merely trying to do an artistic yeah. interpretation, just like uh, uh, who's the uh, guy from I Am <laughs> Sam? <laughs> the guy from I Am Sam. I'm blanking on his name. Help, Sean Penn. Sean Penn. Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> I'm getting off track. I'm getting off track. Corey Ham. Corey Feldman. So in the last couple of years, Corey Feldman has kind of been going off the deep end. Have you been following him? No. He was on Doctor. He was on Doctor Phil wearing a fedora. Oh. So not a great sign. He did. He released some sort of like music video slash PSA where he was dancing with models dressed like Angel or something like that. He's just been he. Charlie's Angels. Well, speaking of Charlie's Angels, we'll get there. Dangerous segue, but. He also wrote, Is this where your hole went? Your internet hole? Part, partially. Um, he released this documentary called, like, Lost Innocence, The Raping of Two Corys. And he basically, what? he came out and he did a documentary piece about how him and Corey Haim were both molested by many men in um, Hollywood when they were growing up. Oh, did no. the other Corey allow him to write this? Well, the other Corey was dead, so he would have a hard time preventing oh. him. 
He wow. died of, I think, an overdose, but also probably some mental anguish yeah. brought on by this molestation. Um, so he put out this documentary, but I think a lot, maybe a lot of it was true. I haven't seen it. Perhaps a possible podcast review. Um, PCAST review. I'm so sorry. Uh, so he added a bunch of people, but he kind of did it in a slightly unhinged way because he, he seems to have some mental struggles. I don't want to profile this man, but... Um, anyway, so I was like, I looked into that, and then one of the guys that he accused of molesting him and raping him when he was a kid was Charlie Sheen, as a matter of fact. That's where the Charlie's Angel hole came from. Wow. Charlie Sheen, a uh, noted AIDS sufferer, uh, vehemently has denied this in the press. Um, he, he has AIDS? He does yeah. have AIDS, yeah. That's been known. No way. Yeah. No way. That's remember what, the that's, show? Remember the tiger blood? That's what he's talking about. Tiger. That's a flavor. <laughs> of famous? Yeah, yeah I got is. that a few days ago. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> I did. Well, it's also a flavor of HIV, unfortunately. Don't oh. they? Don't they have those tigers' milk bar too? They do have tigers' milk bars. That's kind of like tigers' blood. Why is this called tigers' blood? Well, Charlie Sheen. Do you remember he was losing his mind? He just kept talking about how he was a rock star from Mars and he had tigers' blood in his veins. Yeah. <laughs> Little did he know. There was a couple of other things kicking around in those veins of his and mm. T-cells. Not very much of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, any, anyways. Um, so then there, uh, I looked up a couple of the other guys that Corey Feldman talked about molesting him as a kid. Um, one of them was this guy who started out, his dad had appointed him as Corey's security guard. He did a few light rolls in the 80s and then like assaulted Corey and then dipped town. His name was John something. But there was another one of these guys named Marty Weiss. And so I was like, okay. He, so he was a, a talent agent for these kids. And then I looked him up. And he, uh, so he got prosecuted, trial, did time in jail for sexually assaulting these kids and a few others. But now has a Twitter account that he still like actively updates with and has since come out as gay and still talks a lot about this kind of stuff and it was kind of shocking and also a lot of his tweets are about like anti the sex offender registry and then I started digging a little further and apparently there's a whole community of people who believe that we should abolish the sex offender what registry now a lot of these guys are sex offenders so a little bit of a conflict of interest yeah if you ask me but there's a whole community there's this place called like oh my gosh what was it called norsal or noral or something like that and there's this organization this guy made that was like about the abolishing of the sex offender registry and uh yeah i didn't i didn't didn't know this community existed but uh, hot topic for debate. Do we keep the sex offender registry? Yes or no? Dixie, your answer, please. <laughs> yes. Jake, your answer, please. I'd say yes. But here, here's my caveat. Here's, oh. here's his caveat. I think, say if you were to be intoxicated and pee in public or something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You, you get in trouble from that. Cop sees you, whatever. You get arrested. You go to jail. You're now a national sex offender. Yeah. Offender. And coming from the French word, offendia. <laughs> um, it's not gray blue. So I think that has the potential to screw people over for, for sure. life. Yeah. But I think it should still be a thing. For I sure. heard a, a horror story when I was in high school from a, a teacher of mine talking about an, an ex-student of this man who was just a, a, noted pl- a noted prankster, loved by all, and then he just mooned this girl, and she turned out to be under 18, oh. and he had to register on the sex offender registry for life. No, he no. didn't. Yeah, and she, like, was laughing at him, and I was so like... So how did they get... How did- 
How did he get there? It, I just somehow got reported to the police or something like that. But, but I see your point. There are some things that perhaps we should dial back the offenses. But mm. just so you know, if you ever want to look up Norsell, this agency is about the abolishing of the sex offender. I got to look this up. I don't know. Do we need to get? Do we need to give them air? Maybe we don't need to give them a shout out, but. So just you know, how did you get so deep into this? I was yeah watch- the chain. I'm also confused by. Yeah, it's okay. Here's the chain. Lost Boys, Corey Feldman mm-hmm. playing the the frog. He also his character's name are the Frog Brothers. Him and Corey Haim love that name, the Frog Brothers. If they, one of them, I think their names are Edgar and Alan or something. Frog. Like, yeah, but like Poe. What? Hold on, I gotta look this up. <laughs> so Poe. Yeah, the, there's there's some sort of connection between their characters' names and the lost. Boy, I'm looking at IMDb. Speed check, because I'm not understanding. Sorry, speed check. Okay, Lost Boys two, Corey Haim Feldman two. Wait, Lost Boys two? Yeah, like, because a I was sequel? watching. No, no, there is a sequel. <laughs> a directed DVD sequel. Um, rated sixty three on Metacritic. This movie, good to know. What about the Rotten Tomatoes? Wait a second. Oh, I made a horrible mistake. <gasps> Corey Haim is not one of the frog, the frog Brothers in this movie. He plays the character Sam. Gasp. The Frog Brothers are... Misinformation. Edward Herman, I think, and Corey... I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Corey Feldman and some other guy who's not that. Anyways, Corey Haim, Corey Feldman, both in this movie. I look up Corey Feldman on the computer. I see his weird documentary. I look at mm. who he, he talks about who, who he's been sexually halted by. I get the list of people. A halted by. He <laughs> seriously a halted by. On this list, we have Charlie Sheen. We have Marty Weiss. I look up Marty Weiss on the computer. He has a Twitter profile. I look at his Twitter profile. He's retreating a lot of these guys, um, these anti-sex fetter registry guys. Click up one of these guys. Uh, uh, and then uh, I find this organization, Norsal. I go way too deep, um, and that is all I have to say on that. Does that explain it? And that's where it ends. And that is where I was probably I was invested in this for like four hours. It took me wow way too long to uh, finish this movie because I I kept I was just it was like a weird horrible fascination because there's this man who as assaulted these boys on Twitter, like still retweeting things and like pictures of him and like, oh, remembering these good times together. Yeah, oh no. Yeah, it was really? like really bad. Yeah. I've also been hearing some bad things about um, Nickelodeon producer of many shows of that are our favorites. For example, iCarly. For example, Victorious. Mm-hmm. Um, Drake and or Josh. Drake or Josh. Also, Drake got busted for indecent communication with a minor. Hmm. Also, Kyle Massey from Corey in the House got busted for immoral communication with a minor as well, I believe. Wow. Just this industry. Okay. But anyway, Dan Schneider is, uh, has, a uh, accusedly assaulted some Nickelodeon minors, if you will. Jeanette McCurdy being one of them. Oh, really? She's, in, she's outspoken about it. That's why she will not be rejoining in the iCarly uh, a new series. Have you heard of this? I saw this today. What? Wow. They're relaunching the iCarly show. Dixie, did you know this? I did. I never watched iCarly, so I will not be caring about the relaunch. Fair enough. 
They've I think relaunches are stupid and almost always fail, and it's always yeah. to make money again. So please stop doing them. Fuller House, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> who, who else did this? Um, oh, there's a ton. Give me some more. Give me some more. Uh, oh, dear. I'm drawing a blank. Oh, River uh, Riverdale. They relaunched the Archie comics with Riverdale. Um, Dexter is coming back. That's actually... I'm, I'm excited for that, though. That's a good show. I heard about that. A homeless lady told me that. Oh. Yeah. Well, where are we... Anyways, that's John's internet hole. I don't know if that was entertaining or shocking or what, but... I hope. I think we learned something. That's all you can really ask for in this life, or from this podcast, is that all you can hope to be is just a little more informed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Should we get into our, our bit segment that we have planned? It's not really a bit. Uh, Let's do the bit. The only thing we had planned. <laughs> would, Dixie, would you like to sing us an intro song for our movie review section? Yep, I will. <laughs> a lot of dead air. <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'm gonna edit out this dead air. Not. I I, I, I said I was going to sing, and then I motioned to Jake to sing instead. The the, the bit was gonna be it was gonna be a man's voice that sounded like a woman. Ha ha. Welcome to the bit. <laughs> All right, short and sweet. I appreciate it. Uh, we have a review planned. We all watched The Outsiders together, 1983. Directed by. Did we all watch it? What oh, the heck? Boy. Dixie, you're sassy. Dixie, already Whoa, coming I in. I didn't with... even mention anyone by name. But this someone is true. Just this is got... true. We watched this movie at 11 p.m. on a weeknight, and I was exhausted. I couldn't help it. Jake was dropping lid throughout the movie. <laughs> Um, but we all watched The Outsiders together. Uh, this was Dixie's movie pick this time around. Yep. Uh, so we watched it together. 1983, directed by who? Um, the Ford guy. Currently, I'm watching. Dixie is picking her nails. Jake is texting the phone. Francis Ford Coppola? Is that what it is? Francis Ford Coppola right now. Absolutely. Are you looking? <laughs> My mom has FaceTimed me twice, and I'm sorry, guys. I, Get her on the PCAST. I just, all right, I'm back, I'm back. It's okay, it's okay. Is everything okay? And I'm focused, for the record. I'm just chipping my nail polish off my nails, Fair which enough. the ladies out there would know is not a distraction, but just a nice... Ladies can relate to having <laughs> nail polish. Um, Outsiders. Dixie Ralph Wa- Macchio. Ralph Macchio from The Karate Kid from flipping My Cousin Vinny. Hmm, one of the what's gr- a better performance? His performance in The Outsiders or My Cousin Vinny. Kid? My Cousin Vinny is that the answer. That a funny one. Yeah. But he has like 12 seconds of scream time in that, so. Scream time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, don't. Hey, don't get me. Don't get put me, me in the Italian jail over there. <laughs> hey, my Cousin Vinny, I think you. Oh, Dixie, oh. busting out the Italian chops over here. Yeah. Um, Dixie, what made you want to pick this movie to watch it? Well, it's one of my favorite movies because um, uh, why? I just like it. <laughs> okay. I like why? the idea, the greasers and the socials and the you love the greasers the thing, and I love the greasers. And let me tell you, they just. Yeah, I'm just gonna end there. <laughs> Don't tell me too much. My heart's hurting a little bit. They're just sweeties. And I read the book and always like the book. 
Um, I just feel like it's one of those movies that's more nostalgic than actually, like, good. Like, it's a good movie, but it's just, like, reminds me of watching it when I was younger. Jake, how much do you remember from this movie? (laughs) I remember almost every event, except for in the last few moments, I was blacking out. What's the last moment you remember? Well, I saw the end of the movie fully. Okay. What was the last major event? There's a couple big ones that go down. Should we say spoiler alerts here in case he remembers? Yeah, I think we have a noted Dixie's boyfriend's PCAST policy of spoilers included in every single episode. Because Mm -hmm. again... If you haven't seen this already, it's been out for years. It's been out for at least two years. Mm, Yep. (laughs) You've had plenty of time. You've had plenty of forewarning. But there's not much to spoil. Anyways. Okay, I remember um, Pony Boy reciting that little poem, that nice, sweet little poem. That was like halfway through the movie. <laughs> oh boy. That was when I you know, remember was still, you know. They kill the guy. That was in the beginning. <laughs> I remember very little from this movie. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. All right. What do you think happened after that? I know what happened. What happened? Then they go uh, that guy comes back and visits him. Who guy? What's <laughs> his who, name? Who guy? I don't indeed. Know. <laughs> Which one? Dally. Dally. Thank you. Yes, Dylan. Dally. Matt Dylan. Matt Dylan. Dylan Carmack. No. Is you trying to say? His name's Matt Dylan. No, yeah. it's not. Dallas. Yeah. Matt. What is his name? I always thought Dylan was his first name. The guy who lived in the bar, right? Yeah. The Patrick Swayze's character also has a Dallas-sounding name. It's it's Dairy. Dairy. Okay. Derry and Dallas. I got those mixed Derry up. Derry and Dally. Yeah. Okay. Go yeah. ahead. And then um, they go. They. Uh, he visits who? Uh, he visits the guys. Johnny. Yeah. Who beat him up. No way. <laughs> <laughs> no one beat up. Can someone else do this re- recap? <laughs> okay. This is just funny. I just like fun. to see what you remember. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. What's that? I was not a big fan of this film. No! no. You're allowed your own opinion? It was slow. It was... It was a bit of a... It was hard to have as a late night, workday, weeknight I was watch. fully awake. I was... I didn't drop any lid, but I was... If I wanted to, I could have gone under. <laughs> the storyline weaker than most. Uh, it's, a, it's a simple plot line. What's you the got plot? the good guys, you got the bad guys, no. and they fight. And that's about it, guys. One of them dies, they but go on they the lamb. They kill a guy accidentally. Well, they have to because he was going to kill him if he didn't kill him. And then they are actually misunderstood. <laughs> and then they save children from a burning fire. And then they they die heroes. But then they fight. And yeah. <sighs> okay, and that's it. I, I mean, it it is kind of slow. It kind of it takes its times. I think if you really like the idea of greasers. No. It's not just a And if you like boys who live in a house together without any parental supervision, Dixie is concerningly (laughs) raising her eyebrows at this notion. Um, What? A lot of guys who are wearing, like, 
shirts, button shirts with not a single button hmm. buttoned up. If you if that's your scene. Best part of the movie is the names <laughs> of the boys. They have the most interesting names, and it's great. The first time I watched that, I think I put this on my letterbox, but the first time I watched it, the names were so weird. I was like, is this like take place on some other alternate earth or like non-reality or it, i don't know it was just no, it, if it made it feel kind of like dreamlike almost in a sense like it seemed more divorced from reality i was like i don't know if this is i don't oh mumble check speed check enunciation check lord help me um i don't know if this is if this is supposed to take place in a modern in a reality that happened or something like that mm-hmm. but there was also no adults around the whole time which is probably a conscious choice but it, yeah i just had Your some parents had died but there's i think kind of like ed ed and eddie there was an, i think there was probably an intentional choice that there was no parents around the entire film yeah um but i was just i was kind of confused by it i was like is this supposed to be what a movie where it's kind of a dream or something like that I'm kind of... I don't do great with non-literal plot lines. So just the mere suggestion that this thing could be supposed to be in a non-reality or in a dream or something like that kind of gave me pause. But um, It kind of makes sense because you don't do very well with sarcasm. I don't do great with sarcasm. I don't do great with people jokingly being mad at me. Oh, gosh. I do so bad with that. I can't handle so that. So bad. So bad. I do even worse with people being actually mad at me. Mm-hmm. What are my worst fears? Um, the, the names are cool. Pony Boy, Soda Pop, which Dallas. if you've heard the last episode. Two episodes ago. Was it two episodes ago? The Pony Boy actually. game? It was an episode ago, our last episode. Um, then uh, you will, that might be a possible kid's name for me and Dixie in the future. Um, John, would you feel confident about naming your son or daughter? After this movie, here's my thing with the with this name Soda Pop. If we there's an episode of Seinfeld where George <laughs> wants to, he re, he reveals although he is childless he reveals that he wants to have a kid named Soda, and then one of his friends hear this and steal the name, and then he gets very upset, <laughs> and that's the episode. So if we had a kid named Soda Pop, every time I, I looked at this kid's face, I would just think of George Costanza. Well, you need to get over that. I've never seen Stein... Stein... Steinfeld. <laughs> Steinfeld. I've never seen Steinfeld. Steinfeld. I love Seinfeld. Oh, it's a classic and a half. Um, oh, Dixie is grimacing. Is it because you're at the Seinfeld, or do you smack your elbow again? No, you're classic and a half. That's my move. Is that something you say? Yeah, and a half. Oh, I think it's bled into my subconscious. Bled. Um, I will say this about the movie. It does have that, like, 80s movie feeling to it. It has the feeling a little bit of, like, an, an older movie. But it it's, it's, in my opinion, it's kind of stale. But it has that feeling. It just kind of took its time. And, it, like, not much happened for it to take its and like I think if a movie takes its time it's fine if there's like some a, a couple of big things that happen there are several big things that happen in this movie I guess so but I feel like they were even presented in a way that was just kind of like eh they mm. saved children from a burning church it, just, it, it wasn't like very it felt like it it could have happened in an after school special type of what it was filmed that kind of vibe you know what I mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Dixie I'm so sorry am I taking down this movie that you love 
I'm not. I'm not. Into, I'm trying to give my. You critics, are trying to intentionally. I am only giving my honest critical opinion, just like Owen Lieberman of Variety would do. Um, I gave it three stars. It was. It definitely was not the worst thing three I've stars. ever seen. It. Um, I think also the idea of social classes fighting was a little bit, a little bit overdone. Hmm. I agree. Is it overdone, or is this what started it? Well, West Side Story is kind of well. That's not a social classes thing, but this was a book. that's black versus white. Yeah. West Side Story was racist. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I haven't seen that movie in so many years. <laughs> I haven't either. Oh, perfect example: they're remaking West Side Story. Yeah, oh. we talked about remakes. Spielberg go. Um, I I was was not super. Oh, there's questioning happening on the other end of the room. No, actually, there was. End of thought. I was not super drawn in by the events of this movie. It didn't have. I didn't. There was a lack of impact. There was a lack of Mm. like flair. Uh, I I, listen. If you're, I, well, interrupting myself. Interrupting myself. Check. There was a Tom Cruise sighting. I did appreciate that. Yeah, John also wrote in his review on Letterboxd that Tom Cruise was. What did you say? Um, uh, horrendously underused. Yes, thank you. Wow. <laughs> Under- Which I would say he was not the best actor in that movie. I'm going to have to ask him. Patrick Swayze. Who barely um, did anything. Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. <gasps> I, uh, Matt Dillon. That just jogged my memory. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys. In The Lost Boys, Sam, who's played by Corey Haim, He's a young adolescent male. I think he's like 12 or 13. There's a scene, a scene, there's a scene where a shot where he's in his room, in his bed. On his wall, he has a poster of Rob Lowe shirtless touching his chest. What? Yeah, and I saw this and I was like, there's nothing, everything appears to be heterosexual in this film. So why in the world would this 12-year-old boy have a picture of a shirtless Rob Lowe in his room? We should look it up. Was it a band photo? No, it was just a modeling shot of Robert. Rob Lowe's one of the offenders. Mm. No, I don't think so. He would never. He would never. He's soda pop, Curtis. <laughs> he can do no wrong as soda pop. <laughs> um, the, the acting wasn't, there wasn't a whole lot much going on there either. The grease hair was cool. I feel like Dally was the best actor in the movie. Oh, 100%. Matt Dillon, he's, he's really good. In, uh, he carried You ever see Drugstore Cowboy? No. He's great in that. And then The House That Jack Built was a horribly dark movie about a serial killer who kills kids. Wow. But he was great. really good. He's in a lot. He's, he he does horrible. some good work. Um, but outside of that, Tom Cruise underused. He did do a backflip. Tom Cruise did a backflip in this movie. That's true. Wish I had that time set memorized. Didn't run. There is no Tom Cruise running. He Dang. ran a bit. Did he run a bit? Yeah, to the Russell Hustle. No. I missed it. I'm gonna have to go back and look up. The he Tom. wasn't. It wasn't his like yeah iconic Tom Cruise run. It was like more in, with the with the herd of boys. I will say, okay, fair enough. Um, two one notable thing, a great look from this movie is a denim on denim, and b mm. sleek button shirts with the sleeves cut off and slick back hair and slick back hair. All super good looks. Yeah, Dixie, would you like it if I started to dress <laughs> like Thomas or I soda pop? I would be opposed. You wouldn't be opposed. But I'm not going to force you to do that. All right. I appreciate that. Also, see Thomas Howell was in this movie with his gross little chin mole that I couldn't stop staring at. <laughs> yeah, you know, that is distracting to the eye. 
Yeah, it looks like he just was going a little bit of Italian style on some uh, spaghetti and meatballs and <laughs> didn't clean his chin all the way or something like that. Yeah, that was weird. Also, C. Thomas Howell, a tidbit, he's in this movie called Soul Man that was released in the 90s, and it's about a guy who pretends to be black so he can go to a college, and he puts on, like, blackface. Really? Yeah, and he spends the movie in blackface so he could get, go to, like, brown or... Well, not brown. Well, that was... Sorry, but really, really unfortunate slip. slip. Really unfortunate Freudian slip. Um, Howard College, I think, he's trying to go on that movie. He gets a scholarship there. Wow. Yeah. He is also in The Amazing Spider-Man. Is he really? Really? He is. He, there's this scene, The Amazing Spider-Man with that one guy. Which one? Andrew Garfield. He That Spider-Man. Oh. And they're on a bridge, and somehow, something or other, his car is, like, falling off a bridge... And his son's in the car, and he's not. And, oh, it's it's dangling off a bridge or something. And so he goes in and, like, saves the kid and then, like, returns him to his dad. And it's it's um, Soda Pop Curtis. Wow. Not Soda Pop Curtis, I'm sorry. Pony Boy. Oh, boy. That yeah. is uh, my least favorite Spider-Man, the uh, Andrew Garfield one. He skateboards, though. Yeah. He wears a Thrasher shirt. He has a whole skateboarding montage thing. It was kind of poorly cgi though, I felt like. Hmm. Um, but that's how many did they make two of that movie Spider-Man Andrew however, Garfield version? yeah however the last Andrew Garfield Spider-Man ended was super intense with the, the girl should we spoil that one too oh. spoilers for the amazing Andrew Garfield Spider-Man here's the spoiler Emma Stone's get her flipping head gacked knocked she gets it was her intense. she no, gets she's her neck like, gacked she like falls down this like I don't know Chasm. This building down the middle, and um, he like this web is like reaching out, and he's trying to like grab her just before she hits the ground, and then all of a sudden it cuts to like this web hitting her, but she still snaps her head back, and it hits the ground, and she's dead. What? It's oh, so there's like her neck broke from the force of it. Was it the head smack or the neck? It's like the neck snaps back, and the head hits the ground. She wow. Dead And it's horrible, what? and they show that, and it's, yeah. I mean, it wasn't, like, gory or anything. It's For just, sure. like, it hits, because you they're leading up that, like, oh, it's going to be this last-minute save, and, like, it's, it'll be great. And I think they even do this, like, zoom up on the web, and it reaches out, like, a little hand. And just bang. And then she bangs her head. Deadsville. Dude, I love Emma Stone. I'm <laughs> in love with her. Let the record show that. Oh. <laughs> you ever see the 2015 Cameron Crowe film Aloha? I no. did. I watched that recently. I saw it in the theaters for some reason. What? <laughs> what a blase film. I watched that recently. Did you really? Yeah. It's not on your letterboxed. I, I, well, okay. Here's the thing. Caught red-handed. No, here's the thing with letterbox. John only lets, only thinks you should be allowed to letterbox something if you see every single second of the movie. And this is one of those movies where I was coming in and out of it, you know, I was playing cards, making dinner while I was playing, and I, I could tell you the whole story, but it was deemed unletterboxable by John Basin. For those of you who are curious, letterbox is a, a set of, Oh boy, a website that I use and I have somewhat forced Dixie to use. Where no, I like it. I had it before I okay. met you. Did you really? Yeah, remember? Oh my gosh, you're such the perfect girl for me. I can't <laughs> even stand it. Um, where whenever you Aww. watch a movie, you go and That's like you sweet. log it so you can like you know look back at your memories and your diaries and see what things you've watched and it's a good way to keep track of all the dumb movies I watch. But 
Um, so I, I have just like the Film Junk podcast, there are some uh, letterbox commandments. I wouldn't say I have letterbox commandments, but one of the things is I have a, uh, about a 90 to 95% eyes on screen rule. Where I think if you're going to log a movie, you got to have your eyes on the screen to 90, 90 to 95% of the time. Maybe, wow. you know what? Uh, podcast breaking 75% of the time. I dial it back. Okay. Wow. I was on 75%. But you still were like, I don't know if you should let it rock it. That's not a lot. 75%? You yeah. can miss a whole plot line. Nah. Just like Jake did when he was snoozing through the Outsiders. <laughs> that thing didn't even yeah, have a the plot. Yeah, the That thing didn't even have a plot to it begin did. with. So. Whoa. <laughs> Dixie just slapped me. Uh, no, I just chaos in the studio. Um, John says that seventy five percent would go with him, but this is not true. <laughs> John would not let it fly if someone watched only seventy five percent of a movie and wanted to letterbox it. Would you let me letterbox the Outsiders? I absolutely would not. Exactly, and he. What? I was literally ninety percent. You couldn't remember half the last there. half of the movie ending. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Outsiders it's been a few days. didn't hate. Didn't hate. Wasn't great. Um, if I had to give a note to Francis, you can't. I can't. Give it. Give it. Bump up to score. Give me some jams. Put some ACDC. Oh yeah. Some Cat Stevens. How sick would that be? The kids show up to fight, and it's like freaking thunderstruck by ACDC, <laughs> not some snoozy clarinet heavy <laughs> Thomas Newman store. Wow. The interesting filters. Low budget, John. It was low budget. Was it low budget? That's a fair point. Was it low budget? They had every actor in the book. They, they were did. all young. They were all super young. Before At, they were big their boys. Primes. I I'm gonna I don't know if I have anything interesting to say about this movie at all. I apologies, but I'm going to give it three stars. I give this movie two stars. I Millionaire Cast Slum Dog performance. <laughs> That's pretty good, Jake. I like that. I give this movie five stars. Always a classic. She, here's the thing. Dixie is in love with Greaser Boys. She loves swing, she likes, nothing wrong with that. She likes swing dancing. She, she likes to swing the, the Stray Cats band. She likes yes. old cars. And I, I'm an Orange County boy. You're the Soch. I'm a Yeah. Well, okay. Whoa. Hi, he. Whoa. Are we throwing Soch accusations? Yep. No. Yep. Me? Mm-hmm. Dixie, I get down and dirty with the rest of them. <laughs> I drive a truck. You think Soches would drive a truck with a tailgate? <laughs> that is a different car than the truck. Speaking of my truck tailgate, you remember my sticker? I had a sticker on the back of it that says, uh, if you're driving in your car alone with a mask on, you don't need a Joe Biden sticker. We already know. Just light humor. Light humor. <laughs> not trying to take anybody down. Not trying to be mean-spirited. I love all sides. I'm a real fence sitter. I'm a little saddle, a little, a little saddle sore because I ride the fence so much. Mm, but He's lukewarm, one might say. All right. Um, <laughs> but someone, we went to go cliff jumping. Somebody had ripped the sticker off my truck when I had come back. Yeah. Shocking, I know. Shocking. Do you think a social would have that sticker on their car, Dixie? You're like, um, what's his name? Derry, where okay, Soda Pop that. says the only thing keeping him from being a social is us. That's wow. you, That's You know what? That is an honest criticism. I will take that. That you might have the dress of not a social 
and the outside face, one might say, but it's because of your cool friends. Okay. Just kidding. I'm sorry. That's kind that's of okay. No, I think it's no, a fair assessment. but it's more of the life you live. You're not in like a socialite setting, but I think you are. Have you have a little bit of you that's like that? What is the, the that makes an outsider? That they like to fight and not button up their shirts? The outsiders. I think that's I thought kind of that, a cool title. I thought that the film was called The Outsiders because it's filmed outside. <laughs> Because it's filmed outside, he says. Uh, uh, no. Because <laughs> they get cast away, basically, to that house, and then they become the outsiders. That was my thought behind it. Yeah, totally. That could be it. So it's only really Pony Boy and Johnny that are the outsiders. Because they have to be. They're forced to. Is Jake an outsider or a soch? Mm, Jake's kind of a soch, too. What the... <laughs> What are you then? I don't know. Just I don't know. kidding. Big old smile. You have a bit of both. You, I mean, you both have a bit of both. Dixie, you work at a golf club. What's Not more so? What is more social than serving at a golf club? Oh I've worked there for gosh. approximately like one month, John. Guilt by association. Just for the job. I'm gonna have to put you on the national social offenders. It is such a social. And every day, I tell you, it's a bunch of. Really kind people. <laughs> Socialites. Whoa. People who really love that life, which is great. I'm not dissing it. All right. We got to wrap this up. So final thought. Do we think Jesus would like the movie The Outsiders? Jesus Christ. Do we think he would like it? Yes or no? Do we think he would like it? Yeah. I think like anything, he would maybe like, he would like some of it because it's his children in the movie and he loves us. Mm. And maybe some parts he wouldn't. Like How do you the think Jesus feels about shirts fighting? being unbuttoned? I think modest is hottest. I disagree. Uh, I think now you're just picking out details to criticize over. No, no. Uh, listen, I'm a huge fan of the shirts unbuttoned with the sleeves cut off. Don't get me wrong. I'll be first in line sleeves if the sleeves cut off. On, there was a couple of sleeves. Thomas Cruz had sleeves cut off. That's true. Uh, Pony Boy had his sleeves cut off on his shirt. That's true. I think Jesus would say it wasn't creative enough. Whoa! <laughs> and that... Is the official review of the Outsiders podcast? Podcast? Oh my oh god! Oh my! I think a blood vessel just burst in my brain from my own stupidity. Good mercy! That was our official review of the Outsiders movie. Check it out or don't. I don't really care. But all I know is Dixie. I will dress up like an outsider if you would like me to. <laughs> I never said that. Hey, do you guys notice anything that's different in my room? This desk. The desk is number one, but there are also two other things that are different. I don't know if this is a quality podcast content. It's, it's more of a visual bit, so I think we'll wrap it up here. And I'll, <laughs> I'll take but it. But you can't find it, I bet. I can't. Why? What is it? We gotta go. We gotta go. All right. Ending recording <laughs> now. <laughs> Bye. I guess what I'll miss the most will be the squeak of a hardwood floor as you start out your day And I've loved you, darling, from across your kitchen table And I've loved you, darling, from a thousand miles away But I'm still standing here And I've got reasonable fear
They got no staying power A love you come by easy It'll leave you just the same 